ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू फ्रेंड्स आई वुड लाइक टू रीड सेंजा थर्टी from the second chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. But if you refuse this opportunity for righteous combat, in rejection of your duty, you will incur sin. Sin is that which takes you away from God. It's not the usual Catholic definitions. It's something that in your own soul, either a sin will make you less harmonious and a virtue will make you more harmonious. Don't worry about what church teachings or government teachings or society's teachings are, but from your own experience, you can find those things which make you more peaceful and those which don't. And sometimes you'll think that it makes you more peaceful when you give in to a fault, but that's why it's good to mix with other people and see what happens to them. Many times I've seen people rushing pell-mell toward delusion gleefully thinking this is where I'm going to find my happiness, only to come crashing up against the bottom of a cliff with a broken nose. So, better that anyway than falling off the top of the cliff and having a broken body. The thing is that sin is its own definition. But we must remember that there are relativities in these things. It is better to do some things than others, and therefore that will make it... Uh, a, uh, a virtue for you, even though for another person it would be a sin. So if we discuss the question of sin and virtue from a relative standpoint, we must understand that there is a direction in all of this. It is certainly true that there are ways of being better and ways of being worse rather than being absolutely good and absolutely bad. The absolutism of Western philosophy and Western thinking is uh, unrealistic, it's not valid. The relativity of values that is taught in India is certainly more true. For example, for a merchant to think in terms of uh, um, giving a penny, let's say, to a beggar, well, that's a virtue for him. But if a very generous person who's a kshatriya and is willing to give up his whole life and convenience and everything for others, to compromise by giving a person only a penny would be really a sin for him because it would take him down. You've got a goal and you can go either closer to the goal or farther away from that goal. But if you follow your duty, and what is your duty? Your duty is whatever will take you closer to God. Dharma is not a fixed value. It is dharmic for a worldly person to go out and make money. It would be adharmic for me to go out and make money because I've given up the idea of money. I've given up the idea of personal gain. And if suddenly I decide to, oh, the heck with all this spirituality, people would understand this automatically if Gandhi or Jesus Christ were to say, I'm tired of serving humanity. I want to go out and become a millionaire. Then wouldn't even worldly people say he had fallen? But if you've got a perfect slob who's lying on his bed of ease and 
doing nothing and letting people feed him, finally gets up one day and says, I'm going to go out and get a job and see if I can become a millionaire. Wouldn't even saints applaud that decision? You see, all is relative, and we must understand our duty primarily in these certain lights. First of all, will it take you toward greater happiness? But some people think happiness is having a good time. Some people identify happiness with the wrong things. They think, I'm very happy. I'm going out and getting drunk and spending money and uh, getting into fights with people. This is lots of fun. Well, <coughs> look at the end, the broken noses, the hangovers, the disappointments. The, you don't find what you're looking for, really. The hangover that alcohol creates has many ramifications. If you seek things in wrong ways, if you have wrong attitudes, if you hurt somebody or hate somebody or feel jealous of them, there's always some sort of a feeling in your heart. You may try, try to laugh it off. But you can't get rid of that feeling. You know that you've offended against your own nature. It's not what other people think of you. Some people may think you're doing the right thing. Mix with robbers and they'll think you're, the right, you're doing the right thing if you rob people. But if you've reached that point where you're so clean enough in your own heart to understand that taking from others for personal gain is really taking from myself also, and I'm ultimately the loser. When you yourself are, have reached that point of, of refinement, of understanding what duty is and where you should go in order to fulfill your duty, what will give you truly lasting happiness and what will give you only temporary happiness, then uh, you can understand that that's one key to right behavior. Another key is will it make you feel inner freedom and peace? Now, Freud said, well, you have to succumb, you have to give in to your lower nature. You have to accept that you're a sexual being and go out and enjoy sex. And then you'll get rid of your feeling of uh, repression and so on, and you'll be more at peace. And it's true that people who indulge in these things become more peaceful for a while. But after a while, they find that they're losing something. And in this case, because the loss is a little bit longer in coming, they don't attribute it to this reason. And so it may take them a few lifetimes to realize that I've been cheating myself. I've been taking away my own energy, losing it, just spending it uselessly. And so they begin to understand that the right path for them would be self-control, not indulgence. And some people will say, <coughs> well, if you feel angry, throw things at a board and feel that you're expressing your anger that way. Well, it may work. I was at a, I used to go to different groups to try to see what they taught in order to understand how, what was going on in this country after I came back from India and was no longer in the uh, mo uh, monast monastery where I was living. And uh, they would tell you to uh, express things by throwing mud at a board. And uh, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't feel any anger to express through a mud. It seemed foolish to me. But I realized that what they were doing was affirming negativity. You may feel peaceful once you've expressed yourself, but after a while, what you've done in expressing yourself that way is affirm that quality. When you express your anger, you may feel more peaceful after a while. I'm glad I really told him off. But the next day, you may be even more angry. 
because you've affirmed that quality in yourself. And so with a little bit of discrimination, you begin to see that that isn't the way to find peace. And uh, by primal screams and all these things, I don't get out of my problems. So you begin to realize that the path of dharma, the path of duty lies in another direction. Self-control, calmness, dispassion, not grieving, being even-minded and cheerful being happy under all circumstances and letting nothing trouble you, it helps to listen to the wise people in this world who teach these things because it's the truth. And if you, if you laugh at them, fine, but he who laughs last laughs best, and you will not laugh last. You will be weeping. Remember, there are certain things that you can find for yourself, and as you found them, if you live by those, then you find peace of mind. But if you don't live by them, you will not. Therefore, by your experience and your definition, go in the right direction. Do your duty, because your duty is that not which satisfies your church or your neighbors, but your inner self. If you do what is right by yourself, don't worry what wrongs you have done. The past lives of all men, Sri Yukteswar used to say, are black with many shames. But everything will improve. Everything in future will improve if you make the right spiritual effort now. Joy to you.